This is a Federal News Network podcast. Recall in April, we brought you the story of formation of the C3AI Digital Transformation Institute, a coalition of companies and universities taking a big data approach to understanding and coming up with solutions to the COVID-19 problem. Now they've got some progress report. Joining me with an update, C3AI CEO Tom Siebel. Tom, good to have you back. Good morning, Tom. Now, I want to point out there was a story just running this week in the uh, Wall Street Journal about another effort in Silicon Valley, COVID-19 Technology Task Force, that did not do so well trying to, whatever they were trying to do, it was kind of confusing. Not so with your effort. Our efforts in COVID to date have been hugely successful. We launched the C3AI Digital Transformation Institute with MIT and Carnegie Mellon, Princeton, University of Illinois, University of Chicago, UC Berkeley, and now Stanford. And this is funded to the tune of almost $400 million in cash and in kind. We now have 186 proposals to do research to apply AI to mitigate the spread of pandemic, drug discovery, determine the infection rates, uh, transmission rates, uh, what have you. And so we will be announcing, actually, the week of June 8th, I think the first $6 million in grants to do advanced AI research in that area. Then the second effort that you're aware of, as we launched the and in this first effort, the C3 Digital Transformation Institute, we did that with, that's jointly um, supported by us, by C3 AI and Microsoft. And it's entirely a pro bono effort that all of the research from that goes into the public domain. We've got a lot of support from CDC, NIH, UNESCO, MITRE Corporation. So everybody's leaning forward to assist with that. And that will be the world's largest corpus of COVID data. Now, the second effort is the publication of the data lake. And the C3 data lake, this is a joint effort with Amazon Web Services, where we have aggregated now 30 of the most significant data sets related to COVID coming from the White House, coming from MITRE Corporation, coming from the World Health Organization, New York Times, University of Washington, Johns Hopkins University, what have you. And we've aggregated that into the world's largest unified federated image of hard data related to COVID. This is everything from comorbidity, course of disease, hospitalization, uh, location of emergency supplies. And we've made this data lake available to the global research community for free so that these researchers can advise our policymakers so that people could make well-informed policy decisions in France, in Italy, and in the United States. And I think we will argue whether we look at California or whether we look at Washington, D.C., I think we can all agree that you know many of these decisions that have been made are not based on science and they're just not well-informed. Sure, and a lot of politicians talk about basing things on science, but they don't really mean it, I think, half the time. So on the one hand, you've got this data lake. On the other hand, you've got 186 proposals. And so once you choose the initial proposals, they will go to work using the data lake. Is that the architecture of this? Yeah, there's two. First of all, all of the researchers who, so over the 186 proposals, I think 30 will be funded. And the quality of the research proposals are superlative. And some of these people are, you know, Nobel laureate level researchers. And they will be using the data lake and other data sets that they have to perform this research. In addition, 
we've made the data set available to the world for free. So people all over the world are using this, okay, in China, in Europe, in Washington, D.C., CDC, NIH, others. And it's a resource that thousands and thousands of people are accessing to perform, you know, meaningful research to really understand, you know, what is the infection rate? What is the morbidity rate? What is the course of disease? Does this invariably continue? What is the effect of social distancing protocols, et cetera? So soon we should have, you know, hard data to inform policymakers and inform us as citizens so that we can make better informed decisions about be it California or Washington, D.C., or how we're going to dispose ourselves with our families. We're speaking with Tom Siebel. He is CEO of C3AI and founder of the Digital Transformation Institute. So all 186 proposals could do research if they wanted. They would just have to do it on their dime. But the 30 that you're going yes, to fund... I, I, I think we, we will fund 30 of these. But, uh, uh, that is, the Digital Transformation Institute will fund 30. I expect that many of these others will get funded by other organizations like CDC, like NIH, like Millikan, like the Allen Institute, and others. So I'll be surprised if other organizations, World Health Organization, do not get involved. We have a budget, I think, to fund about, for this first phase, it's about $9 million in, in grants, cash grants, and then a very large amount of computing and software resources to support this research. We will publish these, and I will be very surprised if other organizations don't get involved and fund perhaps another 20 or 30 of these projects. Now, the data is always changing, and there's new data sets coming all the time. Is the data lake being refreshed as things come well, up? Absolutely. I believe we have 30 data sources that are aggregated into the data set today into a unified federated image. As each of those data sets grow, the data set is updated in real time. So this has to do with whether we're dealing with infection rate, comorbidity, a new infection in Washington, D.C., a new infection in San Mateo. So as those data gets, just get, it's very dynamic and it grows in real time. In addition, we're now looking at adding another 58 data sources from around the world. So these are new and different data sets, say from India, from South Korea, from China, for example. Okay. In addition to the data set, it is not static, it is dynamic. And as the underlying data set is, increases with research, with papers, with infection rates, the, that is reflected real time, in real time, in what's provided. In addition, the researchers are able to take a snapshot of the data as it existed at any point in time in the past and like play it forward and play it back. So it's, um, it, it really has a lot of utility for data scientists to reach conclusions with high levels of certainty. And there is a spatial quality to the data, it sounds like, because it is coming from specific areas. How are you dealing with the whole privacy issue? Because that's kind of hung up some of the other big data efforts when there's infection data about people that go into these data sets. At C3AI, we're involved in critical infrastructure worldwide. So we use the same technology that we use for the C3 AI data lake is the same technology that we use for the United States Air Force, the United States Army, the Defense Intelligence Agency, for companies involved in precision medicine. So we are subject to the highest standards of security as it relates to critical infrastructure, cybersecurity testing, GDPR, HIPAA, what have you. 
so that there are no personally identifiable information that are available. And so all of that is um, encrypted. Now, you have a company to run, a commercial outfit. Have you had any time for that, or has this been most of your focus? Well, the good news is we, we are about 500 people around the world, and we are involved in some really important projects. We support critical infrastructure, for example, utility operators worldwide, United States Air Force, United States Army, oil and gas companies, people manufacturing ventilators, people manufacturing CPAP machines, organizations that are manufacturing medical monitors. So we are a critical infrastructure provider, and we need to provide you know, nine, you know, four nines of availability and reliability globally. And if our system goes down to any of these installations, people are going to die. Now, so we have roughly 500 people around the world who are supporting these customers. They're doing a superlative job of it. They, they know their jobs. And this has freed up me and about 10 other people to focus on this COVID initiative to see if we can make a positive contribution to this dialogue and, and advance the science and increase our knowledge so that these policymakers aren't just guessing. I mean, right now, they're just guessing because they don't have any data to support their decisions. I mean, there are no data to suggest that allowing people on the beaches in Orange County is not a healthy activity. No data at all. And we've seen in Washington, D.C., you know, one day it's not healthy to wear a mask, and the next day it's mandatory to wear a mask. So they're just guessing. And I think if we can do the best they can, they're well-meaning. I understand that. But I think if we provide them with more accurate, more timely information, they can make more well-informed decisions about what's safe, what's not safe, and how to reopen the economy safely. Tom Siebel is CEO of C3AI and founder of the Digital Transformation Institute. As always, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Nice to talk with you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.